The following program is presented by the Far East Broadcasting Company because stories of people living out the gospel with their lives inspire all of us. FEBC, taking Christ to the world through radio and new media. Learn more at febc.org. After you've lived with characters for a while, and it was the same with Larry, you know, they just become characters, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's what Larry would do, that's what he would say, and it's, it's you know, you start thinking in character, and, and uh, of course, they, they come to life in their own mind, in my mind. The voice of Larry the Cucumber on VeggieTales, Mike Naraki, has a new animated project, and you'll learn about it now on First Person. Welcome, I'm Wayne Shepherd. We'll introduce you to Mike and the Dead Sea Squirrels when we start in just a moment. These weekly interviews are for the purpose of meeting people from all walks of life who have given their life in service to Jesus Christ and His kingdom. We've talked with hundreds of people through the years. You can stream any or all of the interviews at firstpersoninterview.com or download our free smartphone app and use it to download interviews and listen at your convenience. Search for First Person Interview in your app store. The animated characters of VeggieTales have been teaching biblical values to children for many years now. Created by Phil Vischer and Mike Naraki, Bob and Larry and the whole gang have endeared themselves to many. Well, let's catch up on Mike Naraki's life and learn about his new animated children's project, The Dead Sea Squirrels. We'll place a link with more information at firstpersoninterview.com. Up until 2016, I was with Big Idea Veggie Tales. Obviously, started the company along with Phil Vischer in 1993, um, and that was you know nearly um, you know 23. I, I'm doing the math here. Maybe 20, 23 yeah. years. It was a while. <laughs> it was ago. a while ago. <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, left the left Big Idea full time in 2016 uh, for what God had next for me, which I wasn't entirely sure what that would be. Um, I had worked in the past a number of times with Steve Taylor, whom you might recognize that name from mm-hmm. um, the past as well, a uh, record um, producer and artist and filmmaker. Steve had started a film, helped start a film school at Lipscomb University in Nashville, um, one of the founding members of that school. And, you know, when I left Big Idea, I got together with him and said, hey, Steve, what's, what have you been up to? And he started telling me about what was happening at the school and all the exciting things and brought me in to meet the dean and and they asked me, so have you ever considered teaching? And uh, and the answer was yes, I, I actually had. And um, you know, and over the course of the next couple of years, I actually um, enrolled in the masters masters of fine arts uh, program there um, as a as a student while I was their artist in residence as well. And so I ended up graduating with an MFA in film um, in uh, twenty nineteen. And I I, okay. I had spent my whole you know, career in the animation industry. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, so there was a lot that I knew, but there was also a lot lot that I learned. And, you know, I needed to get my academic credentials to be able to teach. And so I've been teaching there since uh, 2019 full-time. But in in the midst of all that kind of going on parallel, I had a concept uh, for the, uh, you know, a a new animated property number of years ago called the Dead Sea Squirrels, um, sort of, you know, had that, uh, you know, nut of an idea in my brain, and uh, so <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Okay, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I when I finished, um, uh, you know, with Big Idea, I, I started to shop that around. And uh, Dan Lynch, who's a friend of mine now, my literary agent, actually encouraged me to 
um, think about it as an early reader series. So I kind of uh, developed it into an idea of an early reader series and then pitched that to Tyndale Publishers uh, in Chicago. They're near you, uh, Linda Howard there, and they loved it and um, did a six-book deal with them that's now extended into a 12-book deal. Um, hmm. So I, I was writing all of those books as I was going along Um you know, hoping to obviously just loving the experience of writing the books, but then you know, in the back of my mind, wanting one day to develop that into an animation series, and so, so yeah. those, in, and then you know, writing on other projects. I did a project with Michael W. Smith, um, the Nighty Night series, uh, a couple years ago, which was a lot of fun working with him and, and his son Tyler, um, and so. Um, uh, yeah, and a couple things here and there, but that's that's been the bulk of what I've been up to the last several okay. years. All right. Well, we're going to talk about Dead Sea Squirrels in a few moments here, but uh, I'm I'm just wondering, back when you were a college student back in the day, could you have pictured yourself as a as a instructor, professor, if you will, in college? No, no, I could not have. Um, and it's really, you know, uh, it's so funny because I'm I'm an introvert, uh, I think, at heart, and so um, you know, getting up and you know, publicly speaking every day would be something that I would not see for myself. I, that, that's kind of why I got into puppetry. I'd love to entertain people, but I'd love to be behind a curtain so nobody would look at me. <laughs> so, Interesting. But, but yeah, but I've, I've found now that, you know, I'm comfortable in that space. I love it. I especially love working with the students, um, many of whom grew up on VeggieTales, as you can imagine, you know, in their early 20s or late teens. Uh, so it's just a really you know, just um, an amazing time in my life, and I'm just so thankful to to have the opportunity to do that now. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about the Dead Sea Squirrels. I, I was thinking about this, and I, I woke up thinking, you know, uh, with all the biblical themes and places that you could have chosen, why did you choose the Dead Sea <laughs> to, uh, well, as a marker for this, for this series? At the, heart, at the heart of me lies a really bad pun waiting to happen, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the the concept for the for the series, uh, the, the 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 you know the kernel or the nut of that idea was, you know, what if we had a couple of characters who could come forward in time. Uh, you know, from ancient days to the modern world. Um, and of course, you know, the Dead Sea Scrolls, um, you know, were, were found in, in, in caves near the Dead Sea. And um, so, but what if, what if they were, you know, squirrels instead of scrolls? Not, not scrolls, <laughs> but squirrels, but squirrels, right? So, exactly, okay. exactly. Okay. So, so um, it's, it's, a, it's a couple, uh, Merle and Pearl Squirrel um, from Galilee. So they, uh, you know, grew up near Galilee, Merle's from Nazareth and, uh, you know, Pearl's from Tiberias. We get into that in, in, this, in, in the series later. But Merle had always wanted to take a vacation to the Dead Sea because he heard that you can't sink, you know. So so he fashioned like a little handmade raft and um, just sort of took a took a journey down the Jordan. Um, Pearl wasn't too happy about him not having much of a plan after that. They actually, you know, they, they spent some time sunbathing and, and swimming, but then found out that it's a desert and, they, <laughs> and it's, it's not hospitable <laughs> to squirrels. And so, <laughs> so, um, so then, uh, you know, they go looking for shade uh, because they're desperate and they end up, you know, getting trapped in a cave. And of course, they're salt and crust, you know, they've already been salinated by swimming all day. And so they end up basically, you know, preserved in time uh, for 2000 years until they're found by a little boy named Michael, 10 year old kid who is with his dad on an archaeological uh, dig near the Dead Sea. And uh, he thinks that these two uh, dehydrated squirrels, petrified squirrels, will make great souvenirs. So he brings them back home with him to Tennessee, um, leaves them on his dresser uh, with an open window 
then it rains that night and yep. um, just add water, just add water, uh-huh. and boom, they're ready to go. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's sort of the you know kind of the backstory yeah. on all that. Well, it's fun and it's whimsical, but I know there's, of course, a, a lot of biblical thinking that goes into the storylines, and we'll talk about that. But in the in the sense of character development, I mean, you, there had to be something about this idea that just thought, you know, we could make something with this. We could teach, we sh- we could teach kids with this. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the the the, the kid characters in this uh, series are inspired by my son and his childhood friends. Um, uh, and, and so that, that, so that character development came from that real life. Okay. What was my son like as a 10 year old kid? You know, his, his friend, uh, Justin, uh, his friend, Sayla, who we've named, uh, Sadie for the, for the, uh, episodes and, um, and how the way they interact and, and kind of how carefree they are. Uh, and then the squirrels, just this, the, the, maybe these kooky grandparents that Michael never had, um, you know, Merle, Merle and, you know, Pearl is much more the, the, the wise one and the practical one. And Merle is just, you know, he, he loves to experiment, loves to kind of go off the handle. So just, just really fun. But the fact that they were around during the time of Christ and, you know, witnessed the Sermon on the Mount, um, you know, experienced the life of, of Jesus and the apostles, um, they have that knowledge to share with Michael. Um, and, and the first six books in the series are kind of about how they, um, how they adjust to life in the modern world um, with, you know, Michael while going to school with Michael, figuring out, okay, how the modern world works. And then, you know, Michael's going through his issues that he has as a a 10-year-old boy. Um, And then the squirrels are speaking wisdom into into the issues that he's going through from a biblical perspective. Um, And then the next six books, uh, you know, they take a trip back to Israel, modern-day Israel, uh, where they retrace the the life and ministry of Jesus as, you know, kind of hijinks ensue around that. And there's a big, you know, kind of dramatic story arc that happens around that. But it just leaves a, a great opportunity to talk about stuff like that. Yeah. I love how you're talking about them like they're... They're your friends. I mean, you're 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 so into this, right? I mean, they they, oh, yeah. they have to be real to you in a sense, don't they? <laughs> oh, they really do. It's so funny, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. It, after you've lived with characters for a while, and it was the same with Larry. You know, they just become characters, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's what Larry would do. That's what he would say. And it's it's yeah. you know, you start thinking in character, and and of course they they come to life in your own mind. In my mind, yeah. There's a lot of people who won't let you stop being Larry. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't mind. Right. I don't mind. I'll I'll be Larry anytime you like. <laughs> okay. All right. I wasn't asking. But <laughs> All right, you, yeah. you volu- let the record show that you volunteered. <laughs> That's right. Huh? That's right. <laughs> so, give me just a quick example of one of the lessons that's taught by uh, by Merle and Pearl. So, sure. So, well, the first episode, the pilot episode, which is funded, by the way, we're almost done with it. We'll, we'll be posting that next month. Um, but it is a, a lesson in honoring your father and mother, uh, and so uh, both both. You know, Michael learns that lesson, and Merle and Pearl learn that because it's the episode where they get stuck in the cave. Merle's father had always warned him to never go into a cave, um, and uh, Pearl thinks that's wise advice. In fact, you know, uh, Moses said it, uh, and then you know, uh, and actually, uh, 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 or she, uh, Pearl says that that Paul said it, and actually, you know, Merle corrects her. Well, actually, Moses said it first, and then you know, and then the correction was actually God said it first, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, you know, so not following his parents' advice gets him into trouble. And then Michael, in the same regard, you know, goes into a cave. You know, he, he and Justin are exploring this cave without an experienced guide against his dad's um, wishes and, uh, you know, gets 
they get into a bunch of trouble too. So they experience the downside of what it means to not obey your parents, not listen to your parents, you know, because the second part of that is you will live longer. <laughs> um, uh, so that that's one of, that's one example. In the second book, it's a um, uh, treat others how you would like to be treated message. And, you know, Michael's dealing with a bully in, in fifth grade. Um, and so Merrim and Pearl uh, share that wisdom from Sermon on the Mount with Michael. So, um, all, yeah, so it's th- those types of lessons, those life lessons, those biblical principles, that um, that can you know, kids can apply to their everyday lives is is what, what the series tackles. We'll learn more about the Dead Sea Squirrels as we continue to talk with Mike Naraki on this edition of First Person. And there are so many stories of God at work through the Far East Broadcasting Company. We just had to find a way to tell more. Well, you know, Wayne, hearing all these testimonies has absolutely changed my life. And I want to use a podcast to be able to go deeper with some of the real stories that I get to see as the gospel's going out all around the world. And these stories will change your life too. So listen to the new weekly podcast until all have heard from FEBC. Listen at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Or go to febc.org. My guest is Mike Naraki, who is the creator of this new series, right, Mike? That's right. That's right. And uh, creator and a whole lot of other titles tacked onto that as well. We'll talk about the ins and outs of how you go about creating this uh, series like this new animated series, Dead Sea Squirrels, that sprang from the book, a book series that Mike has done, Dead Sea Squirrels. Um, what age group is this aimed at, Mike? So the books are early reader, so really uh, first through fifth grades. Or you know, and some some kids begin reading on their own in, in kindergarten, uh, but that's where the the book series is tailored. And I think you know, very similar to the to the animated series, uh, you know, probably younger kids can enjoy it too because uh, obviously there's no reading involved. Um, so um, you know, so my hope this is you know basically preschool through fifth grade. Okay, and where does the animated project? Um, where is it right now? You said that there is a, a an episode that's been produced. Yeah, yeah. So we are currently, uh, you know, finishing up animation on that. Uh, the, the way this is working out is really cool because I mentioned, you know, I'm at Lipscomb University as a professor. Uh, Steve Taylor, uh, founding, mem- you know, founding of the the film school, founded the film school there. Tom Bancroft, who is another good friend of mine, who I worked with for a number of years at Big Idea, whom we hired from Disney. Uh, he was a, 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 one of the top animators at Disney, um, worked on The Lion King, Little Mermaid, um, Mulan, f- films like that. Uh, he founded the animation program there. And so um, it, it, we've really, um, really concentrated there on, uh, you know, uh, just working with professors who are practitioners in the arts, uh, very um, uh you know, just dedicated to continue to work and make stuff um, and and just have a very entrepreneurial spirit uh, with, yeah. with what we're teaching. These are uh, practicing professionals who are academics now as well. So it's really kind of a unique way to approach this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I think a real 21st century way to approach academics and, and entertainment, you know, because we want to be able to train students to go out and find jobs. And, um, you know, and what better way to do that than to actually, you know, get to build your resume while you're in college. And mm-hmm. so so the idea hatched uh, between Steve and Tom and I. It's like, what if we what if we figure out a way to produce this series out of the university? 
um, you know, it's a lot of animation, so we can't do it all there. We can, but, you know, for a 22 minute episode, certainly we could do a couple minutes of animation using students and then work with an outside studio, um, you know, to do, to do the lion's share. But, mm-hmm. you know, students, instead of, um, you know, going to work at Starbucks for, you know, $10, $15 an hour, they can, you know, work on the show for, for that yeah. amount and, and build up their, their portfolio and their resume. Sounds like a fabulous experience for the students. Oh yeah, it's been tremendous, and so and so we worked with um, we have uh, faculty um, mentors and you know a, a, as leads. So Tim Hodge, who also worked with me at Big Idea for a number of years, another Disney artist, um, he headed up the um, uh, the um, uh, storyboard team. So it was Tim and a couple of students, uh, you know, storyboarding, uh, and then you know once it moved into uh, you know animation and editing we had other students involved and so all along the way there's been you know a group of students who are contributing to this and then we're working with a, a studio outside called uh, muck putty studios there in New Zealand mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah and then we'll bring it back and post it here in Nashville you know uh, working with Kurt Heineke on music again um, yeah Steve Taylor's veggie tales days sure. yeah from yeah. from veggie tales days and Steve Taylor is obviously an accom- accomplished uh, songwriter and musician and he's he's uh, working with me in, in, in music as well on the show so yeah it really is it really is neat and so um we found a couple of uh, really generous donors who uh donated loved loved the cause that we were going for uh and donated enough money for us to um scratch together a pilot episode and so uh we're in the midst of of finishing that um and uh and uh, you know i mentioned we're posting in in um march but now we're raising money for an entire series we're trying to trying to crowdfund that through kickstarter we just launched actually today we're super excited about that and uh you know if we can do that it'll give us the opportunity to uh, create a whole series and and bring it to a you know uh, license it out to a streaming service or several several streaming services how many episodes do you have planned for the 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 immediate fundraiser we have six episodes that we're looking to fund that's a million plus dollars yeah that's 1.2 1.2 million dollars uh typically you know we're we're um, at about two hundred thousand dollars an episode is what we're looking at, which um, is, is you know if you look at animation production, that's a bargain. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I don't know yeah. much about it, but that yeah. doesn't seem like a lot of money to me. Yeah, so you know if you look at kind of the the real top end of the world of animation is Pixar, um, and they are at about a million dollars a minute. Uh, yeah. for, you know, okay. so if you watch a ninety if you watch a ninety minute Pixar movie, it, you know that costs ninety yeah. million plus to yeah. produce, and and million would be cheap for them. But um, you know, typical TV animation is around um, you know twenty twenty thousand dollars a minute, or fifteen okay. or twenty, and we're we're so, sitting about ten ten. So you'll be competitive in that environment. Yeah, absolutely. So I think you know from a price price perspective, very competitive, but then also in a quality, um, in quality, very, very competitive to, to what is available now on TV. Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming that Mike Naraki's voice is going to be heard in this series too, right? <laughs> that is correct. Yes. I am Merle the squirrel. So, um, you know, oh, so you've, funny got, you've because, got top billing there. That's, yeah. That's good. Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I did, I, I wanted to open it up and, you know, but I, I just, I get, you know, I got so comfortable with Merle after developing it for so long. It's like, I, I knew, I knew what he's supposed to sound like. So. An alter ego. Huh? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's funny. Well, this is, uh, it's a lot of fun, uh, Dead Sea Squirrels. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a grandpa. I've got a three-year-old grandson that I can't wait to uh, get to see what you guys produce. A lot of fun, but at the same time, there's, there's more than fun behind this. What's, what's driving this? What's, what's your ultimate goal here, Mike? 
Yeah, you know, I have, have felt a, a call since the beginning of my career to uh, to help kids and to provide resources for parents to help them pass biblical values onto their kids. It's what we did with VeggieTales all those years, what I hope to continue to do with with squirrels. Um, and in a way, you know, squirrels offers up a different opportunity um, that's much, uh, well, so with VeggieTales, we were very clear at the beginning to say we are never going to show Jesus as a vegetable because it's, you know, too mm-hmm. too irreverent. Yeah. Um, and so that limited the amount of New Testament stories we could tell, you know, where, where Jesus was so central in all of that. And the person of Christ, and so um, this is a great opportunity to tell more New Testament stories to kids. And then, really, the 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 next six books, the you know, in the series, the books seven through twelve, you know, deal directly with the life and ministry of Christ in Israel. You know, as the as the kids, um, you know, try to re-rescue the squirrels and chase them around the country. So it's a great opportunity for kids to get to know, um, you know, the geography of Israel, where Jesus was, you know, born, had his ministry, where he was baptized. Um, all of that, uh, which you know, it's just it's a it's I think it's just a, a fun way to to get kids interested in the Bible and the world of the Bible, but ultimately um, to teach them about Jesus and uh, what what it means to have a relationship with God. Yeah, that's why we are so excited about this, Mike. And you have all the experience in the world with this kind of thing, and and that's wonderful. But I'm sure that you also seek input from others, child development people, for instance, to say, hey, are we on the right track here? Yeah, yeah. You know, I know early on with VeggieTales, um, uh, you know, we Scotty May, who was a professor, I think she just might have retired at Wheaton College. <laughs> she was our, our advisor uh, for that. She's Phil Vischer's mom. And so that was, she was wonderful to have there. And now that I'm working with Tyndale, uh, there's an, you know, as I'm developing the books, and that's, that's sort of the really wonderful thing as I'm going through developing the books and the stories and getting uh, feedback from folks there. We're dialing in the lessons and then the books yeah. become the So there's the a blueprint. refinement process there. Yeah, absolutely. So the books then become the blueprint for you know the the screenplays, uh, which is which is great. And um, so there's they've been developed over a long period of time, vetted. Uh, the messages have really been fine tuned, and you know it'll be something that um, you know just just translates really well to the screen. Sure. Well, a couple of things. Number one, how can we pray for this project? And then I want to know how can we uh, find this uh, more information about this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just, you know, we're, this is in God's hands. You know, it's so interesting to see how the doors have been opening in ways that have just been amazing to me in this whole process. Um, even from getting it funded in the first place and how seamless and easy that was, none of us could really believe it. <laughs> we're like, wow, this is just, God is moving here. It's just been amazing. And so just, uh, just prayers that will continue to to be uh, open to God's leading and and trust that that this is going to be something that He's going to do. It's not going to be us. Um, and uh, you know we're we're you know the, the, pulling off something like this is always difficult. There's a lot always a lot of obstacles, but um, you know just that He would clear that path for us and make it possible. Yeah, the second part of the question is where, where can people find out? We have a website, www.deadseasquirrels.com. And as long as it's all one word, as long as you can spell squirrels correctly. Some... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about spelling squirrels correctly. Just remember firstpersoninterview.com because we'll have a link there to this exciting new animated series, The Dead Sea Squirrels. 
You've been listening to Mike Naraki, who's giving his life to help young children hear and understand the stories and principles found in God's Word. I'm grateful to the Far East Broadcasting Company for making this program possible. FEBC is a broadcast ministry reaching millions of people with a message of the gospel and the teaching of God's Word, always in the local language. There's a daily radio program with Ed Cannon of FEBC on many radio stations, and now a weekly podcast telling the many stories of FEBC. Listen online when you visit febc.org. And don't forget to download our app for smartphones. The First Person Interview app is free. Search for First Person Interview in your app store. Now with thanks to my friend and producer, Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Join us next time for First Person. First Person.